Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. So I think, yeah, this COVID crisis, ironically, has put a lot more pressure on digitisation and, you know, doing things through the cloud. And that's actually where a lot of data privacy challenges lie. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I'm the editor at the GRC Institute. And today we have one of our directors, Elizabeth Moyland. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you doing? Hi, Kwame. Really well. Yeah, surprising in the COVID pandemic. It's been a while, but yeah, no, going very well. well excellent. And so you are one of the few directors who has actually been on the podcast before um, a little while ago, I think when you first became a director in 2018, I think. Um, so I guess the first question is, tell me a bit about your professional journey to where you are now. Excellent. Well, since I last spoke to you, I've had a lot of changes. I've spent about 18 months in the UK um, before the pandemic and during the pandemic, which is a very fascinating time to be living in Europe. In that time, I was working on the accountability regime in the UK, which is called the senior managers um, regime. I then returned to Australia and um, transitioned to a new city, working for a new company in a new industry. So I was with ANZ Bank. I'm now working for QBE Insurance and my current role is Head of Group Compliance and the Group Privacy Officer. So yeah, there has been quite a few changes since we last spoke, Kwame. Excellent. So tell me a bit about your current, I mean, very generally, if you can, tell me a bit about the what you need to do in your current role. So my current role is a group function. So we sit in the second line and primarily group compliance functions are responsible for giving the board and the executive management team comfort that compliance obligations are effectively and appropriately managed across the group. So we're like the umbrella at the top that is looking at each of the divisions and making sure that there's adequate coverage. Um, you know, we're, we're thinking about the right compliance issues. We're reporting things consistently so that we can give the board and the executives um, a clear sense of relativity and perspective of where, where the compliance challenges may lie. So if we have consistency in how we look at privacy, then we can compare European division with the North American division quite, quite easily and, and form a view of if there might be improvement opportunities, for example. Um, so group functions are very challenging because you're working across multiple time zones. So QBE operates in 27 countries. So we have a big business in North America. We have um, a big business in Europe. We have a big business in Asia. And we have a big business in Australia Pacific. So one of the challenges of my role is trying to find a time that you can bring together the stakeholders across all those jurisdictions and geographies to talk about the issues at the moment. Um, and I've tried various things. I've at times tried, I will do an Australia-Asia time slot and we'll have one meeting and then we'll have a Europe-America time slot. But I really found that in the group roles, you get the best benefit when everyone is hearing the same messages and participating in the same discussions. Um, and so that's what I spend a lot of my time doing is just understanding what's happening, what are the regulatory tensions and pressures in certain regions um, and making sure that we're thinking about that at a group level in terms of policies, training, infrastructure, and also messaging to the board. Right. So I guess with that, you have quite a panoramic um, perspective on what some of the issues, emerging issues that might be coming up for compliance professionals then. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's fascinating to see what's happening in the data privacy space in Europe. You know, we had the Schrems decision last year. We've had the, the European Data Protection Board has issued guidance and it's going to make the movement of data, personal data that is, out of Europe extremely challenging in the future. Um, my personal view is that the European regulators have taken this quite conservative um, view of, of data privacy because they're trying to build in protections with technology. So regulators often aren't the most tech savvy people. So if you're not across the, the evolution of trends with how we're you know, using technology differently, then let's just focus on the data and make sure that it's protected. So at the very heart of data protection regimes, it's about if data was generated in Europe, for example, your personal information, the protections of the European, you know, under GDPR will follow that data wherever it moves throughout the world. And that becomes challenging because we've got cloud, we've got providers that might be in other jurisdictions, um, we've got sub-processes, um, you know, where you might be dealing with a company in America, but they actually have a tech support team in India. So you've got to think about the data protections in both um, locations. So I think, yeah, this COVID crisis ironically has put a lot more pressure on digitization and, you know, doing things through the cloud. And that's actually where a lot of data privacy challenges lie. Um, another issue of the moment is cyber. Um, you know, we're seeing a exponential increase in ransomware attacks around the world and how that crosses over into compliance territory is where there's a ransomware attack and information is extracted, there is potentially a privacy angle. Is it customer data? Is it employee protected data? Um, do we have notification requirements both to you know, individuals that have had their data impacted or to regulators? You know, if you're a big multinational like QBE and you have a data breach event in one geography, it can actually trigger notification requirements in Australia. Um, so we are moving into very um, tricky and challenging territory, you know, with the way that um, society is evolving. Excellent. And final question, uh, down to it, you know, what advice do you have for risk and compliance professionals who are probably now coming to the profession or those who are looking to do a bit of professional development and you know, take their next step in their career? Well, quite a few things that GRCI is focusing on is right on the money. So there's an academic piece of work being done on the three lines of defence. And while that's important is that if you're in the first line, the second line or the third line, having crystal clear clarity about what your role in the compliance management system is, you know, how you can raise issues, you know, how you can escalate things to management um, is really important. I would say um, another thing that we're working on, which is the different reporting lines and you know if you report through risk and you're a compliance function how that will impact um, your messaging your challenges versus if you report through a finance function or a legal function um, so my advice to career compliance professionals or even if people are just doing a compliance role for a couple of years is think about the philosophy that underpins what you're doing firstly um, from the point of view of the lines of the fence the um the compliance standard and, you know, where we're seeking to move as a profession. But the other really key piece of advice is always be thinking about the organisation you're working for 
and trying to join together robust compliance management with helping the business achieve what it needs to achieve. So there's no point in having a really over-engineered compliance management system that means the business can't do any transactions or deals and doesn't make any money. It's got to be proportionate or it doesn't work. You don't get um, buy-in and you don't have it as a sustainable long-term sort of solution. So that would be my, my advice. Think about the philosophy behind the profession and also think about your value add in terms of the organisation that you work for and marrying together the philosophy of the profession with um, helping the business, you know, make money in the way that it needs to for shareholders. This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neary.